0: Hey everyone, we're back baby, (laughs) it's been a long time since we've had a podcast, so apologies, it was an unannounced break, we hit the summer, I was away and then I was away again and it was like these little gaps in the summer, we just, yep, the podcast kind of went on hiatus for the summer, but yet we're back and... Um, I've got Steve and Angela with me. Hey there. Um, Hello. He can say hi. I, you might know them from around church. Um, we do young adults together. Yeah. Um, and Steve's one of the deacons mm. um, for the church as well. And Angela does loads of stuff as well.
1: It's so fun to be here.
2: Yeah. First time podcast. Here yeah. we go.
0: Here we go. This is your trial one. So <laughs> we'll like, send your feedback in. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we are starting. Uh, a sort of new series on the podcast to go with the new series we're doing on Sundays. So we're starting this series, becoming like Jesus, mm-hmm. and we are not going to go through all of the Gospel of Luke. We are going to travel through, like trying to mm-hmm. pick up, like as as Luke is revealing Jesus, and I don't know putting the jigsaw together, mm-hmm. like for us to to follow the the picture that is building. But we're not going to do every verse on a Sunday, um, and we, as a teaching team, wrestle with this. It's like, ah, oh, like I don't want to miss anything out, but we don't want to be in Luke for four and a half years because yeah. we also want to be able to like have some like deep focus conversations about some things as well. And so, um, how are we going to do that? Yeah. So the way Get the conversation went was like, well, you know, it, it doesn't have to be just the pulpit that is the only tool for us going mm. through, as a church, on a journey together, it was like, okay, Jesus, show us yourself, like, I- in this mm. gospel. I love that. Um, it, it's, yeah, it, it would, I don't know, it's a bit, a bit of a misnomer, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I think it, I don't know, it thinks very little of the church mm. to be like, yeah, I bet the only Bible they're getting is when they sit on a Sunday. Yeah. I mean, I think for some people that might be true, but I think most people know yeah, I wish I was reading the Bible more. Yeah. I wish it was more than that. I don't think yeah. anyone is walking up to our church and being like, what, read the Bible? No, why would I do that? You mm. just tell me what I need to hear on a Sunday. Mm. Like, I've never met anyone with that attitude. Mm. You know, I've met loads of people who are like, man, I wish my like Bible reading and prayer life was better. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> but that's right. that's just being a normal Christian. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to have like a reading plan so yeah. each week as a church, we're going to be reading the same bits of Luke. Oh, cool. And we're going to read the same bit. Uh, so it's not like, hey, on Monday, read these four verses. On Tuesday, read these four okay. verses. Um, it'll be a big chunk, like a chapter, half a chapter, something yeah. like that. And the invitation is to read it every day. Read the same bit every day. Oh, and then on awesome. Sunday, like one of the highlights in the section, that'll be like what we focus in on and talk about. So uh. you're giving us homework as well it's homework. It is homework. Love it's a good it. kind of homework. It's a good kind, yeah. And and it's um it's a sort of thing it shouldn't be taking an hour a day. No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so it's a small amount of homework as well. Um because that's like that's how we grow in like developing habits of like having like God's word, like constant exposure yeah, that we yeah, need yeah. like to to help us in our culture, the sort of counter formational, countercultural, yeah, yeah. like um yeah, we, we begin by just yeah, like it, it should be dripping into our lives. Uh, um it it doesn't need to be like a hot tub soak for three hours every day. If you can get a hot tub soak, that's really awesome. But the reality of life is you're going to need in your toolbox how yeah. to like, have drips, glasses, buckets, hot tubs. That's a good practice, for yeah. sure.
2: I can imagine like once coming to the sermon, how different it's going to feel after interacting with that passage all week. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be a fun thing to do. Yeah,
1: I, I think it all, this will be welcomed. Uh, I certainly welcome it as a way to you know, really connect what I'm doing daily with what we're seeing on Sunday and what we're hearing on Sunday. So, super,
0: let's, yeah, yeah. what's it going to happen? And the point of the podcasts is if you are reading a chapter and there's a bit that you're reading and you're just like, I don't know what's going on, (laughs) Mm. (laughs) I (laughs) have no idea, Mm. (laughs) which we all bump into Mm -hmm. from time to time, um, and that's a classic time when, like, if you've got the tools and a bit of know-how, you can do some study and yeah. research and things like that. Um, but because we're all doing this together as a church, we're like, hey, well, let's have some podcasts that we just do a bit of a overview. Like, mm. just look mm. through. So at least there's like an orientation guide oh, perfect. Yeah, for, yeah. for yeah. what we're reading. Yeah. But, but before we do that, um, for yeah. the, the first section of Scripture, I want us to talk a little bit about, like, how we read the Bible. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I really know right. that's changed loads for me. Yeah, like over the course of being a Christian, like when I first got to know Jesus, and then kind of realised how much insight Jesus had, like how mm. much truth that was on offer, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like ravenously reading Scripture, mm. like reading it for hours a day. I was working in London, commuting, so I had like plenty of time on the train, mm. like like loads of time just to be reading the Bible. Um, and then um, I can remember bumping into it. I mean, you're sort of like watching what other people do and trying it out. Right, right. So I can remember bumping into people who are like, yeah, I read the Bible in a year. So it's like, oh, yeah. that sounds like a lot. Yeah. But no, I, I've read like two thirds of it in the last six months. Oh, I guess maybe it's not yeah. too much, you know? Yeah. And just um, <coughs> like, so reading loads of it, you know, um, like copious amounts each day. Um, and then just feeling like I wanted to slow down. Mm. like like mm. i was reading and and just wanted to i don't know like i spent all my time reading and then was like oh got to go right, right you know so i didn't have any time to like pause and breathe think it in about it. think about it to yeah. pray about it much um so then i then i hit a rhythm for a while of like Spending, like, quite a long time, but, like, reading a chapter, rereading it, rereading it, Mm -hmm. you know, thinking about it. I would would journal and write, you know. Yeah. Then young kids came along and having that, like, couple of hours in the morning to do that, like, that wasn't a thing. I just read, read this morning that on average a new parent... Loses one thousand hours of sleep in the first year of their child's life. Oh Oh my goodness! (laughs) So it feels about right. There's a tangible change (laughs) to how. So that was another change of like slowing down a little bit, and so it's just been all this variety. Yeah, I feel like I have slowed down, but then um, and and done less and less. But what I've added in is um, sometimes I can be moving so slowly. I'm sort of. Not catching the big picture. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes I'll just read a book. Like, that's
2: good if you have time to do it. Yeah. Sure. Well, it.
0: I mean, it depends on the size of the book. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Luke's Gospel, True. pretty long. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that, but it depends on the way you read as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're reading, like, I don't want to miss a thing. That's like watching a movie and you're like, oh, did you notice that thing in the background? Like, yeah, rewind, yeah. rewind. Yeah. Like, you constantly, and that's like, takes you four days to get through the movie. But if you're, you know, just reading it to catch the big picture, yeah. yeah, you can read pretty fast, and I mean, you can read through Luke's Gospel in less time than it takes to yeah. watch a short rom com, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. But I then d- shorter books like, you know, a, a Philippians or a like doesn't actually doesn't take long. Doesn't take too long to read, yeah, yeah. read through it. So. Well, and I like what so you got said. variety. Well, yeah, so I want to know, like you guys. Like, what's the yeah, journey uh, of like variety been well, with you
1: guys? It's interesting for me. I, I found you know different. Times in my life, I, I've approached reading it so very differently, <laughs> and there was a time I think as a, a new Christian where I thought, "Oh my gosh, I've got to go word by word by word almost," and mm. and I wasn't really seeing things because I, I I wanted to treat it so um, you know with so much reverence, et cetera, that I just think it was getting it felt more like a, a labor uh, to get through that because you know trying to go, oh, why is this word there? What do you think this word? means. Um, so, uh, I think that's changed a lot. I love taking time to go, um, just, uh, just kind of read it, not worrying about, um, just, just letting it kind of come out and read it as if I were reading a a regular book, uh, as well. And then there's times where I go, hold on a second, that caught my attention. I want to dive back in, Mm -hmm. et cetera. Um, and so in now I approach it with a lot of different questions as well, you know, for, uh, well, you know, who, who, who is this actually being written to right now mm-hmm. when it was written, that sort of thing. And so I'm just interested in that because I think it has given me a different perspective, you know, trying to unpack that as well, then seeing how, uh, maybe what it means for me in this world. I, I don't know. How about you? Yeah.
0: That's like, that's like watching Lord of the Rings.
1: Yeah, right? It's yeah. like you
0: watch it and there's all these little like, oh, that's actually that person's cousin and that elf lord did yeah. this to this guy's brother. You know, there's like, there's all this context. Right. But if you aren't a fan, yeah, then you watch it and you're like, was it a good movie? Yeah. Like, yeah, there was like some cool battles. That was yeah, kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> and they went you on know? this trip. <laughs> and then a fan is just like, oh, you're missing so much. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, but that's, yeah. it's kind of natural. Um I, I think as we read the Bible, like we, as our relationship with God mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. as He interacts with us in the Bible, we become fans. Yeah, but we our entry point is not like full nerd. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So it's there's a journey there.
1: Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> I think it and and it took that. I think starting as if, um, it, it took sort of just more of that familiar story, just just having a uh, uh, like god's having a conversation with me to then draw me in deeper and now I can look out and go oh I can nerd out yeah. on a lot of this stuff yeah. but yeah. it it was almost it, it got to me through a conversational reading through yeah. things and just hearing from him
2: for me it was more like i mean two things what to read and how much time to spend reading, and in the time of my life when I really started reading the Bible was when I was a young mom. I didn't have a lot of time, but I knew it was really important because I was a new believer, and really my focus was on who was Jesus (coughs) and what was he like. i had people telling me um, preaching, you know, different preachers, different Christians in my life, testifying to who jesus was but i really was interested in what the word said so for me it was getting deep into the gospels and and really first it was um the book of john and so so i would just because as a new mom um i would just read like one chapter a night that's kind of all i had um Mm -hmm. for time and um and then getting through the gospels and especially in my bible the um the, the parts where Jesus speaks, it's there it's in red, and that was very helpful to me, because I could go back to those specific um, verses and dissect later, what was Jesus actually saying to this person? Mm-hmm. Um, so my focus in the beginning, it's a young um, believer, young mom, was who was Jesus. So mm-hmm. I was very much in the New Testament. And then as I got um, deeper into the Word... I then would go back to Genesis and how did this all start? Mm. So for me, it was how much time did I have? And then what was relevant to me in my life? Where mm. did, where did I want to go? But I, I always did start with Jesus and mm. he's a great yeah. place to start. So,
0: yeah, mm. that's always advice. Like it's like, we, we don't understand that the Bible is actually a library of books, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this big time and culture and all this. So it's easy to start in Genesis and before you know it, just be like, oh, this is so unfamiliar, I don't know what's going on. Right. Um, starting with Jesus is yeah. it's a good place. It's a good place. And yeah. if you start <laughs> in
2: Genesis, you have a long way to go to actually get to the Gospels. Yeah. And you can get tripped up in a few different Old Testament yeah. books yeah, before yeah. you. Yeah. You might not make it yeah. <laughs> if you don't um, persist. Mm.
0: I, I really liked one of the things you said, Steve, mm. was like the conversation aspect of... Um, it's because you and God were interacting over this Bible open in front of you. Yeah, yeah, just interested what that can, like the varieties of what that can look like. Because I feel like if it's, you know, I'm reading it, it's information, I know it's important, um, but there's not that interaction. It's, I don't know. I mean, it just gets boring real fast.
1: Yeah, it does. And I think, um, you know, even as a new Christian, I sort of would approach it listening for things that maybe I might have heard in a sermon, as opposed to sort of setting all of that aside, what I came Mm -hmm. in with and saying, actually, maybe there's something different that um, God wants to... Tell me in here, and so because I was, uh, and that took that was difficult for me to do at first because I really had forgotten just how much, uh, you know, having grown up in the church a little bit and hearing things all the time, I. That's different than reading, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and hearing from God directly. And so I wanted to say, you know, even you know John or Luke or Genesis, like we have such familiarity with the some of the overarching kind of narratives there that we um, we are like, no, I got that, mm-hmm. et cetera. And when I would approach it that way, I'd miss out on so much. As opposed to saying, hey, if I can sort of set aside it, everything I think I know. And look at it differently. Maybe God's got something else to tell me, and maybe it's because I'm in this season of my life. I'm going through different things. Um, my kids are older now, or my you know, or yeah. wherever, whatever stage of life that was. Um, and I, I find that really helpful. Yeah. Um,
2: I mean, it's the moment when reading the Bible becomes just you're reading something versus mm. you're reading and applying it to your life. You're allowing Jesus in mm. through His Word to shape who your actions and who you are and to really transform you. And, um, for me, like going back to just encountering Jesus through the gospel, I was reading it through the lens of, I wanted to meet this person. Mm. But then what was surprising to me is as I was meeting him, he was transforming me into somebody who, um, who could understand him better. It was Mm. just, it went from like 2D to 3D to, as my son says, 4D, you know, bring that spiritual (laughs) part to it. And, um, and that's something that happens firsthand and also hard to put into words.
0: So it was like, it was a vehicle for relationship.
2: Yes. In the most magnificent way.
0: Cause sometimes I think people, you know, they hear like, oh yeah, read it, understand it, apply it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can try and do that without God even in the room. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Um, and you will get something out of it like it's still god's truth like yeah. that's good but like we well, you know when i said like man i just realized god had so much input and i couldn't get enough of the bible yeah it wasn't just because it was truth you know um like uh, finding out things that are true is really fun for me mm-hmm. like i'll i'll happily like Watch a physics lecture by Richard Feynman, you (laughs) know. Of course you will. But but that's that's different than my experience of like and I think it's that expectation thing you're talking about, Steve, of like reading through bits of the Bible and there's so much I didn't understand. Yeah. So much that confused me. Um I mean, I remember the first time I opened a Bible, like I think I've said this on the podcast before, someone was like, just pray, open it, and God will show you something. So yeah, I prayed yeah. and I opened it to the beginning of Ecclesiastes. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> 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 meaningless, meaningless, everything's meaningless. Right. Shut the Bible. And I was like, well, I'm not doing that again. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. So, um, but but I think it was that God had insight to me. And, and yeah. it's this combo of like prayer and reading. Yeah. Where I would, I was taught like pray and ask God, like, mm. what do you want to show me today? Yeah. And then I would be reading, and there'd be bits I understood. I'd, be, I'd just be like, yeah, oh, okay, uh, yeah, that's true, I guess." Yeah. And bits I didn't understand, it'd be like, yeah, oh, that's a head scratcher." Yeah. you know. But then there'd be bits where, where it would be like, "Oh, that is like the next piece of the conversation God's been having mm-hmm, with me, mm-hmm. or a new conversation." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and it was like it was personal, and God, the weight of those words, it like. I don't know, drew me closer to God, drew me to want to confront something or challenge something or reach out for something or hope for something. And yeah. um, it's that kind of in-the-moment realisation that this isn't just uh, like that That interaction you're having with those words and their meaning to you in the moment, yeah. like the way they target you, the direction they tug you in in the moment um, is not something you're conjuring up. But like God actually reaching out with his word and sort of it's the hook. Then he's got in your soul. yeah, And, and, and then he, he wants to like draw it in and do something with it. Yeah. And
2: then yeah. the amazing thing is just to like test that. Like, is that really happening when you read the Bible? But then he gives you six illustrations of what he's trying to teach you. In your daily life, like mm-hmm. that day. And and that to me is where I kept seeing that. I knew that that was just a unique way that God was reaching out to me personally. And it continued to draw me back to his word. Like, like, okay, it was like a present opening up every day. What do you have for me today? I think of like the advent calendar, you know, my kids like opening up the little windows with the toys behind. But it's every day with God when you open the word, he's got that amazing thing just for you that special mm. gift wrapped beautifully just for you it, it could be just in one verse you don't have to read you know an entire book of the uh, bible to to get that gift it could be in one verse yeah. um which is what i love he gives so much just from one
0: word sometimes and it's not always the same you know it's not always like the heavens part angels right, are singing right. and it's a moment of like it's not always easy it's no yeah. and simple it's not no um so I like I, I so I have times like that that help me fall in love with like wanting to interact with God yeah. with the Word open. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, I th- I think.
0: But, it, but sometimes it's yeah sometimes it's a perseverance game or sometimes yeah. mm-hmm. it's like you know what? I'm, my head's not in the right space yeah. or mm-hmm. God already showed me something and I was kind of a jerk to him about it and blew him yeah, off. Yeah, like I think he actually wants me to backtrack a little and yeah. I mean it can be so many different things and sometimes I find it really helpful to just be like. I really don't know what's supposed to hit home this morning. Mm-hmm. And so like, okay, I'm just going to try and notice a few things and carry them into my yeah. day. Mm-hmm. And again, not I every happens, so right. many times, it's like, oh, that came alive in the afternoon when that happened.
2: Or but that person said this one thing to you exactly. or whatever it was.
1: Richard, what I like about what you're saying too is I, I remember initially as I was reading the Bible, I, I would sort of approach it with this, feeling like I have to have this great sort of intellectual understanding of all this the mm-hmm. the nuances of, of theology in order to get anything from it and, and being able to give myself permission you know or to receive permission to say, look it's this is meant for you. you don't have to be a scholar mm. <laughs> uh, um, to uh, to hear from me differently because yeah. I may just have something really um, I'm gonna meet you where you're at yeah um, and I'm gonna have something for you so that you know getting rid of that weight of like oh, I've got I've got to bring all this into reading yeah. um, as opposed to just come where I'm at and like okay, some of these chapters are. Oh, I scratch my head a lot, but it's, there's something that's in there
0: um, yeah. all the time. I find, and and sometimes you like you become that nerd. Mm-hmm. You go back around, and some of those chapters start to open up. You're like, right. oh, that's what's going on. Yeah, but sometimes you go back around. And you're like, you're reading John's Gospel for yeah. the tenth time, and it's actually you have that moment where God's making it personal. Yeah, in the same simple thing. Yeah, that you've actually appreciated. Five times before, mm-hmm. you know, it, yeah. so it—it's not even like we have to be on this journey of becoming right. more intellectual because yeah. there's just so much richness in here yes. and yeah, so much need we have. It's so like God can just take the basic things and be like, "Dude, there's a lifetime's of work we can do just around like yes. these, these few things here." Yeah, you know, like God has so much to pour into us. Yeah,
2: I love how you you're phrasing this all about that idea that it's not the more intellectual you are, the more cl- you... the closer to God you will be, and I think that that is that can be um, sometimes difficult. Because in other places where we study, it's like like in school or wherever, um, we want to master the material so that we can be good at the thing we're studying. It's not like that in the Bible, though. It's not something to master. It's something Mm. to just be open to God speaking to you. And for those of us who aren't Mm -hmm. Bible nerds, and you guys, I'm sitting at a table right now with two intense Bible nerds. Hey, you're a Bible nerd. Hey, I'm not, I'm actually not a Bible (laughs) nerd. Um, I really relate to the ones that are not Bible (laughs) nerds. And if you're listening and if you're not a Bible nerd, it's okay, God can speak to you as much or more than he will to a Bible nerd. And even if you're just opening the Bible for the first time, and you're like, I've tried to read this thing, I don't understand. Okay, I'll try again. Um, Just give it a whirl, like try just a chapter or a verse or, you know, what we're going to be learning in through the teaching every week, Um, because it's going to be layering. And God, like Steve said, you know, God will meet you where you're Mm. at. He knows you, he knows your capacity, he knows exactly how to speak to your heart through the Mm. word. So be encouraged by that. And, and just, just keep going. Just keep going.
0: I think one more like really big thing that gets in the, w- gets in the way or like I don't know sets the wrong expectation. Um, I was I was thinking about this this morning. Um, is it's like the way we um, like flick through Instagram. It's like mm-hmm. we have this like FOMO. Like yeah. oh, I just want to flick one more because what if like the right. next reel is really <sighs> funny totally right. or really got like a yeah. really cute mm-hmm. bunny mm-hmm. rabbit on it or yeah, you know yeah. um, and. Uh, so it's like this fear of missing out um, and we've kind of trained ourselves we live in a very consumeristic culture yeah, uh, so like we we feel like we're growing we feel like we're doing more or doing better if we like get more new things and one of the weird things yeah, about social yeah, media yeah. is like you can get more new things without it actually costing you anything other than your yeah. time um, so it's really easy to drive that consumerism and I was thinking about how um, you know uh, uh, you remember when I said like I did like the chapter a day I had like time yeah, I could like yeah. sit in right. it and uh, you know, um, but then when kids came along I was still trying to do a chapter a day but it was like Oof, I don't really know what happened for the last five yeah, chapters yeah, yeah. you know, um, and, and I was just thinking about like why did I feel like I had to keep going doing one more chapter, mm-hmm. and, and I think it's this difference between like uh, reading to like. To consume more mm. and reading for transformation, and the whole series is called mm. "becoming like Jesus." Mm-hmm. We're really trying to push into like, like we want to have a conversation about Jesus as a church. We want to mm. like look to Jesus to become, mm. and like if that's not happening, we're do, we're not doing the conversation right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was like, yeah, like, but what what would it look like to just let go of that consumerism and that desire to like keep moving forward, keep mm-hmm. like f- keep progressing, keep feeling like I'm, you know building to, to something yeah. and I don't know just ask ourselves the next morning like okay I, I read those five verses yesterday because maybe that was like something arrested me and I felt mm-hmm. like it's time to stop and just talk to God about this. what if I started the next morning with just a simple prayer of like so should I move on or or is there more mm-hmm. and, and 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 that prayer where like we open up our own self-awareness in our hands to God and try to like sense whether the conversation is over or done or complete Mm, mm. or whether God's like, no, like you, and maybe it's not the conversation, but the becoming or like, maybe there's more God has there. Well, it just
1: seems like we're in such a hurry all the time yeah. and we sort of go, okay, I got that check onto the next thing. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's, you know, that check, how much more are we maybe just leaving? you know, to be developed in that area before moving on. And I I think God will always keep coming back, and He's going to find a way to say, not that one thing, I'm not quite done with you. Yeah. Yeah, on. And so I love what you're talking about, this notion of just slowing down a little bit, too, and being patient to say, oh, you know, the weight isn't on me necessarily, it's
0: it's my, my job is just to listen. Yeah, you're kind of creating space for God to yeah. do something, but not the pressure for you to make something yeah. happen. Yeah. yeah, that and that's why I say little explainer. Yeah. The the way we're gonna read. So like this week is chapter three of Luke. Mm. So what we're inviting you to do is read chapter three every day. Mm. Not to like read the first two verses on Monday, the next two verses yeah. on Tuesday, or and and um you know just just begin with that, like a simple prayer, you Mm. know, like, Jesus, what do you want to show me? Mm. Read through it and try and notice, like if there's one or two places that like draw your attention or, you know, you feel like I want to reread or Mm. like Mm. that, there's a richness there. or um, and then, you know, the next day read it again. And what's probably going to happen is that like the thing God wants to bring in the foreground is going to crystallize over the course of the week. Mm -hmm. Like that thing that's actually Mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it might be different than everyone else, you know, they may have something else they're focusing on, but that's because God might be doing like a different step in their journey than the one he's doing in yours. And it's that sort of repeated. So you're not trying to get like, okay, Jesus, show me something different today. Yeah. yeah. It, It actually invites us to sit in like, okay, so you showed me that on Monday. And, Yeah, I prayed about it a bit and I felt like oh, I should ask you to do this because I've been stressed about whatever, yeah, you know, yeah whatever the yeah. thing is. When you come to it again Tuesday, it's, it's like remember the convers not just what you read, but remember the conversation you had when you prayed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and sort of debrief with God. I'm like, I, I, I'm making stuff up now, but like maybe God will be like, Well, you asked, but you know, yeah, um, kind of you, you haven't really asked, you moaned at me. Mm-hmm. Or like, <laughs> maybe God will be like, actually, you can you can have hope, or you know, it, just that the conversation will develop and become richer, for the ti- like time like giving it time to sit. It in just it.
2: layers in. I love yeah. how God just always is layering. And as, as you're talking, I'm thinking about like everyone who's listening and what might be some obstacles keeping them from doing this. I would imagine a lot of people Sunday morning, okay, I've got to read this thing. You know, I forgot to do it all week. And um, (laughs) not that I've been there, but maybe I have. Um, And, but the thing is, is even if you don't feel like you have time to fit this in this new practice and think about how long new habits take to develop. And some say it's 30 days. So give yourself 30 days, maybe set an alarm on your phone, maybe do it during your lunch hour. Um,
0: Yeah. Regular time is massive. But you know what? makes it so much easier. It's
2: for me, like some of, some people might have a hard time finding that that still quiet place at home to do it. And what I do, oftentimes I try to do it at home, but um, I will listen to an audio version of the Bible and I'll do it in my car. I do a lot of praying in my car as I'm driving. I'm driving a lot. And um, there's this app called Bible.is that has uh, an audio version of every word in the Bible. And um, and just to layer that in your practice. Mm-hmm. so that And then that could draws me into actually like opening the Bible and looking at the word when I get home just to double check some of the things I've heard. So there's different ways of fitting it in because mm-hmm. I would imagine mm-hmm. people are like, okay, this sounds good. I really want to do it. And then, you know, yeah. seven days yeah. go by and they do And like you say, different
0: times of day is really mm-hmm. important because yeah. for mm-hmm. some people, the yeah. mornings – you know, it's not your quality time, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, <laughs> yeah, uh, like maybe your lunchtime or maybe in the evening, yeah, like right when the kids bed. are in bed, maybe that's your chance to do it. Or, yeah, yeah.
1: So, do you, do you also, um, as we talk about doing this as a church and doing this together, um, uh, and then on Sunday, we'll unpack maybe just a part of
0: uh, so yeah, Sunday, this? we'll do a bit. Yeah, I think we've actually, I, I can't remember how we did it now. I, I yeah. wrote this, so I should remember, but it was a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember whether it's like the sermon is like a launch point into that chapter oh. or whether it's or you the read ahead of time. Because okay. yeah. both are actually, both are really both good. Right.
1: Well, yeah. one of the things I was thinking, and it struck me, um, even from uh, Shelby's teaching this weekend, this past weekend, the thing that can sometimes get in the way of... Uh, sort of this FOMO and needing to get on to the next thing is this comparison, because Mm -hmm. Richard, he may, you may, maybe if you share with me, here's what I'm hearing, I go, well, I didn't get that. Maybe I should dive deeper into Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, what did I miss? Yeah, because I I look at, you know, you're, where you're at, you're a pastor, oh, if Richard got this, then, oh my gosh, if I'm missing this, then I'm not reading it correctly. And Mm -hmm, I just think mm -hmm. that's, Mm -hmm. you know, we should give ourselves the, um, just the allowance to say, no, that's quite okay. This notion of yep. comparison, like it, God has something very different to say to you, to me,
0: yep. to Angela, and know that that's going to happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. And that's a There can that's be so right. much variety, can't there? Yeah, but It's one of those really interesting things about like interacting with the Bible is, on the one hand, when I'm reading, uh, well, I, I'll put it this way. I've sometimes had conversations hmm. with people that were like, oh, God showed me this. Like, this is true. i like, really? And we're like, yeah. And there's like two words. Mm, mm, and they're like, so this means this. And, uh, but it in the paragraph that those two words are in, it's like actually Jesus is saying something like very the opposite different. of what you're yeah. saying, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so paying attention, like the actual truth that's being like on display, you know, in the words, in the flow of mm-hmm. the, all those things, it, it provides a framework for like, yeah, does that is that does that line up with mm-hmm. like what God mm-hmm. has said is is <SSSSSSSSSSSSR> mm-hmm. true and real? Yeah, but so much of the variety can be yeah, like I, I get those few words and yeah, I, I get them right. It re- that's really what Jesus is saying there. <SSSSSSSSSSSSSR> mm-hmm. But actually, it's the launching off point for a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And God showed me stuff down the road of a conversation as like yeah. my thoughts and He was inspiring thoughts and speaking to me as I was sort of praying and thinking about yeah. it and wrestling with it and. Um. So so once you introduce that yeah. element, and and maybe you end up with something at the end of five minutes prayer conversation, like after five minutes prayer, we're all going to end up in like such unique places.
1: Yeah.
0: Even even if the mm-hmm. Bible reading wasn't just a chapter, but it was like a sentence, right? There could be so much variety, yeah. right? Yeah. Um. Which is, a bit, a bit, it's it's kind of cool that you like weave it back together. Like you use that layering mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. phrase, mm-hmm. Angela. Yeah. And actually like the thing God's showing you and He's showing yeah. me, like there's something really unique, but they're related. Yeah. Because they flow yeah. from the same source. So actually yeah. when we talk about it, like it actually brings us yeah. together as well, which is another cool well, I'd aspect love the, of it.
1: I love that having those conversations about passages because I love seeing how, well, wow, I didn't see that before. Mm-hmm. And but suddenly they're they are related.
0: Um, and so, and so often, what's happening with someone yeah. else, it's like in the moment God's applying yeah. it to them, but then it could be sometime, could be years later, yeah. and like, oh, I'm in that seat. I remember and now what Steve I'm there, said. Yeah. you know. And then, like, I can learn from what mm-hmm. God taught you in like mm-hmm. a fresh, you know. God, God reminds yeah. me of it, yeah. and so sometimes uh. God's putting things in us for the future, not just the moment mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Well, we should we yeah. should talk about the. Sure. The pa- well, so we want to give. So we've talked quite a lot today, uh, as like how to read the Bible. Future weeks will be. We'll spend more mm-hmm. time going through the passage and doing like an orientation kind of thing, and then invite you to read it. I would say like reading the, like reading this chapter. If you're a fairly slow reader, it's probably going to take you like three minutes, maybe four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you spend like just a minute trying to quiet your heart and just pray and invite God at the beginning, that's another minute. Mm. And then if you just allow like five minutes to talk to God afterwards, if you want to do more, that's awesome. But like that's a good start. Yeah. So we're talking about finding 10 minutes a day, mm-hmm. like may, maybe a bit more. But um, yeah, it, the ask, we want it to be something that's um, like realistic, like feasible for people to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Let's have a little, a little overview sure. of this chapter. So we are, we're we we're not doing the first couple of chapters mm. because we are like Thanksgiving's not far away and, mm-hmm, and it's Advent mm-hmm. and we're like hey, right, we should right. do like some of the Advent-y stuff in Advent because it's yes. coming up soon. So we're okay. Yeah, we're, so we'll skip forward a little bit and we'll go back um, huh. around Christmas time to those bits. And so we pick it up with John the Baptist. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, what's What's already happened in Luke's gospel? Just uh, clue you in a little bit because it's quite a couple of long chapters, Luke has, and he tells the story of like setting the scene of Jesus's birth, mm-hmm. the people that were involved, mm-hmm. and it's kind of building this, um, uh, I don't know, like expectation. It, it's kind of like the Narnia, like when the snow starts to melt, yeah, mm-hmm. line the witch in the wardrobe, like, as happen. lands on the move, yeah. yes, because it's been like really quiet on the God front for mm-hmm. the Jews mm-hmm. for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. And then they've got like, Oh, this miracle. And this is happening with Zachariah. And so, so basically yeah. you, got the, you got this tone of like, Oh, it's kicking off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, so we're going to pick it up in chapter three with the John the Baptist story,
1: mm-hmm. which
0: is really now like the climax of like, Oh, something's about to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause John the Baptist is like this prophet figure, um, and so yeah, this is like at unusual times because yeah, if you've just been reading through the old testament, you're like, yeah. Oh yeah, prophets are a thing, like God's got prophets yeah. left, yeah. right, and center. He's like he's always doing stuff. Like, yeah. no, it's it's been really quiet. Yeah. And then all of a sudden John pops up mm-hmm. and he's like starting to have that prophetic voice again. Yeah. So people are freaking out yeah. with like, what is up? Is this real? Like, what does this mean? Um, so it's it's kind of an exciting time. So that's the sort of backstory. Mm-hmm. Reading this, um, and then I don't know. I, you guys have got to just jump in. So we get to like sure. yeah. we get a little quote from Isaiah, yeah, mm-hmm. um, which is it's cool. Sort of looking at the the pattern, yeah, of, of like God in prophecy saying like this is the way I'm going to work. This is the mm-hmm, way I do things. Mm-hmm. Like this is what I'm going to be up to. Mm-hmm. And that awareness talk about like knowing your bible. Yeah. So that awareness then Luke's be like, "Hey, if you're aware of that, that's going to help you understand what's going on with John." So it's yeah. like a it's like an explainer. But for us if we're like I don't really know Isaiah. Right. We might feel like, "Hey dude, you could do a better explainer." But Right. That's that's okay, but they
1: know this, right? Because <laughs> this this was their Bible. Yeah, and the they know really familiar words. to them.
0: Yeah, because they had these Bible reading, like public reading, right. um, Habits mm-hmm. really ingrained mm-hmm. in their culture. Yeah, and
1: they've thought about like this quote. You know, they they sort of go, hold on a second, this is meaningful to them.
0: Yeah, 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 and so. But uh, but I guess even just like catching the tone yeah, yeah. of this quote from Isaiah, it's like mm-hmm. it's really hopeful about yeah. like good things yeah. happening, right? It's, so it's setting the expectation.
2: Until yeah. then, you hear what John has to say to everyone. <laughs> the <Yeah>. very next <laughs> words, <laughs> you brood of vipers who, who who warned who warned you to flee from the coming wrath, yeah. and. um, and that is not that's a contrast to the hope of Isaiah. He yeah. is really convicting them. Yeah. yeah. So sorry, I, I jumped forward but no, because it's I just good. thought we, there we was got such like, got to like keep a contrast, yeah. you know.
0: It it is, because it's yeah, it's not all like fairies on daisies. No. It's mm-hmm. um Mm-mm. like what's coming is gonna be like profoundly transformative to the world. Mm-hmm. And it, i I don't know, it's like it it's like a revolution, yeah. And like depending on which side of the revolution you're on, this is really good news or really hard news, mm. yeah. And yeah. for yeah, for some of the people, um, and and Jesus didn't shy away right. from like actually challenging people. Like, hey, picking sides is really important here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit of what's going on. There's some some warning yeah. that John is starting to to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love I love the next bit then when the crowd said like, "What should we do?". Yeah they like, keep
2: saying it. They can you imagine that it.
0: like I don't know you just like talk about God at yeah, work yeah. and like everyone comes up to you and is like so what should we do? Yeah. Like yeah, what an amazing I'm, response.
1: <laughs> yeah and, and and then he addresses them he kind of goes through like mm-hmm. e- each of them like hey there's mm-hmm. different things but it's still sort of this you can see this hope as well as this sort of call out that yeah. John's given Warning, them really. moving them to sing Oh, this is a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> what's about to happen? So, yeah. what should we do?
0: And that's yeah. like, a, well, because in the midst of this, John's baptizing people, right? And it was a baptism of repentance, mm-hmm. and repentance just means like to change direction, to turn mm-hmm. away from something and be like, I don't want that, mm-hmm. and turn towards something else. And, and they're kind of asking, well, what's that actually look yeah, like? How do, and I, do and I do that? Practically, what do I do? Yeah. So yeah. repentance for them was not like a feeling of remorse. Yeah. It was an actual action. And so they're catching the vibes like, oh, man, something's about to kick off. Yeah. And they want to get ready for it. Yeah,
2: they do. And I love how John responds. I mean, first we have this Isaiah scripture, this prophecy, um, which is a little bit hard to understand exactly how that will be fulfilled. Although we know we know how it will be fulfilled. But but I love how John responds to them in. Particular with each group, he does give them something specific to do yeah. according to who they are, and I yeah. think that's yeah. just a great picture of, of of um of him speaking not in riddles but in a direct way, in a mm-hmm. way that's helpful. Yeah. Um, he answers yeah. their question, yeah.
0: and I, and I love the way he doesn't say because I mean soldiers, tax collectors. I mean we've got like the low of the low of society right. here, mm-hmm. like this is like scum of the earth stuff yeah. yep. in the ancient world, and he doesn't say. Get quit your job. Yeah. He doesn't say like you need to live the life of an ascetic and become right, like right. a vegan naval contemplating <laughs> Sorry like, vegans. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Some sort of I don't I don't know. But actually he just he puts a twist on like, hey, do the thing you do justly. Yeah.
1: And that's mm-hmm. where you are right yes. now. Mm-hmm. But just do it well and just yeah. do it justly. Yeah.
0: So it, yeah. I I love the way it's yeah, like I don't know. It'd be really easy for these people to be like, "Oh, there's no way we can prepare for like God doing something." Right. Look at who we are. Yeah. And then
2: they wonder about who him who he is. They they wonder if he's possibly the Christ. Mm. Yeah, because um, they. So
0: we should say mm-hmm. Messiah. So p- the Jews understood mm. from Scripture, yes, God Messiah. had promised, "Hey, I'm going to send mm-hmm. a king, and he's not just going to be like an earthly, yeah, temporary yeah. king who will reign for fifty years, but like an eternal." kingship yeah. and mm-hmm. eternal throne and he's going to be the person i use yeah to like actually complete my project of mm-hmm. restoring the earth mm-hmm. and so they so they they knew this figure was coming mm. and, and they
2: wonder is this the guy
0: yeah so john are you the guy right right
1: <laughs> yeah
0: but then uh, he
2: answers and he he baptizes them yeah, yeah.
0: and and he points to because john's a kind of cool figure like he's really counter-cultural but like really endearing to so many people Mm -hmm. like imagine being a tax collector and I mean not having John spit in your eye and saying I'm not baptizing you he's a kind of cool figure but then he's like oh like Messiah I I." not even worthy to be a slave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's yeah. really like ramping up the expectation yeah. of just like, just how like, man, you think this is good? You've no idea. It's, b-
1: it's bigger than you think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Really,
0: really hyping Jesus yeah. up.
2: And he's pointing, he's continuing to point, Jesus is going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and yeah. and with fire.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's the, like the chaff. So we've got like the fire and the yeah. wind. So little like things that, if we're not familiar with ancient farming, yeah, we're like what's going on here, yeah. So they they would gather <laughs> in the grain, yeah. and then beat it, and then throw it in the air, mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm. chaff, which is the the outside brownie bit you can't eat, would blow away in the wind, mm-hmm, and would mm-hmm. it burns really easily get burn up just like gone, right. And then the wheat, which is heavier, that would like settle fall, fall back it. down, and then they could mill it and make yeah. flour, mm-hmm. and so you've got a kind of wind and fire as wheat. these sort of. Hmm. Yeah, like how do you get the thing that you actually want? Like, mm-hmm. how's God mm-hmm. going to get the thing He actually wants? There's, it's this kind of like, if God's the farmer, like this is the tools of God doing this is actually going to be the Holy Spirit. Yeah, which yeah. is kind of cool. It's so good. And and then we get like yeah. a, you know, you all excited like, wow, John's really yeah, cool. Yeah. And and then like, oh, there's a politician, and he even yeah. like said spoke the truth about this politician, and oh, ended up in jail. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, wait a second. Yeah, so it's almost anticlimactic. But I think what Luke's trying to do is be like, okay, I've told the story of the preparation. Like, those characters have exited the stage. We're now ready to, like, focus on the main character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's just, like, wrapping up this thing about John so we can move on and focus on Jesus. Yeah. 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 Uh. And then we get this genealogy. Mm. Mm. Um, And this is a classic, like, if you're full Bible nerd you're going to want to look up, like, who are these people? Yeah. Look them all yeah. Yeah. Up. Yeah. interesting a stories, like, is there significant? Because when the Jews would write a genealogy, they would select significant people from that person's ancestry to help tell right. their story, which is why the genealogies of Jesus in the different Gospels have some variety, right. because there's a different aspect of storytelling going on. Um, so you can do that, yeah. but you might just read over these yeah, and be like, yeah, I don't. I don't know who any of these people are. Right. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, and, and so some... but so the, there is a big picture of like the way it lands on mm-hmm, like son of Adam, son of God, son of God. Yeah, because one of like Luke's themes is like the gospels for everyone. Yeah. So he's not just taking it back to like Abraham, Abraham. father of the Jews. He's taking it back to yeah. Adam, father of humanity. Yeah. Because Jesus is actually about like he's a representative of. Human, not just Jew right? So, so that's kind of cool. And, and is e- that, even if you miss all the other names in between, yeah, noticing that at the it's, end yeah. is kind of. Cool.
1: And is that interesting? You know, as you said, the genealogies between what's in Luke and then what's in Matthew, and the reasons behind perhaps those two different genealogies. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Matthew just goes back to Abraham, and and why would that have been different? Why perhaps would Luke have chosen yeah. to go all the way? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Is. And yeah. and son of god. Yeah. Which is another of like yeah, pushing like the divinity of Jesus mm-hmm. and this divine title of yeah. like the Messiah. It's just like unequivocal. Yeah.
2: The genealogy is cool, but I love the part right before that where um where it talks about Jesus' baptism. Yeah. Mm. Um, and to me, that's oh, like yeah, the announcing... That. Where, yeah, that's a that's little a, skip a over, detail. but <laughs> it's okay, because I think that's what the whole like <laughs> sermon's going to be about, but that's okay, um, in verse 21 and 22. Um, so, yeah, talk about that, yeah. Richard.
0: Oh, you, you're on a roll. You start Well, I mean, I just...
2: It's such an announcing moment of Jesus' ministry and um, Him being baptized, and I thought... It was interesting about the chronology because it really is John the Baptist who baptizes Jesus, but it doesn't seem this way in the way Luke describes it.
1: Yeah. Um, because hmm. you
2: you just heard how Luke is. In, I mean, John is in jail, so how can he be doing this? But it kind of goes. I think it first talks about like John's whole trajectory of his ministry, yeah. but then now going back. So Jesus. It's like the scene zooms exactly. Back it's, little yeah, and, yeah. Little and so now moment, we're yeah. right now Pick we're talking Jesus. about Jesus's baptism, and what actually happened in that. I mean, it's one of the most powerful moments, I think, in the Bible. Mm. You have the Trinity all there. So mm. you have... the He's baptized um, in the Spirit. He's Jesus. And then God speaks for mm-hmm. all to hear. This wasn't just a, a silent yeah. mind meld between Jesus and God. This was voice a voice from heaven announced, You are my Son, whom I love. With you, I am well pleased. And... This was an anointing of Jesus, um, in the Spirit, and announcing of who He was by God. So just so powerful. Yeah. Then we get to the genealogy, um, of again who who's this Jesus, and you know how did He come to be, both yeah. spiritually and also on this earth gene- yeah. genealogically.
1: I-, I wonder if you know from the first part of those verses, you know John's story and baptizing and, and mm-hmm. setting up. You know these people for, hey, what you think is coming? This is something that's you know really different than you expected. Yeah. Messiah is going to be different, and and now you get this picture right in the middle here of Jesus being baptized, anointed by the Spirit, God the Father saying, "I'm pleased with him," saying, "This is a big deal." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, all this that you were that John was sort of foretelling Mm -hmm. here like no here it is this is the moment everything's changing
0: yeah uh, yeah i mean we don't know but Mm -hmm. i can kind of imagine the scene of like jesus has been baptized he's like kneeling in the water Mm -hmm. he's like he's having a moment with his with his father praying Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. you know this is a significant moment for him but then like i mean it said crowds were going out to john Mm -hmm. to be about so there's crowds Mm -hmm. around Mm-hmm. and then uh, you know this voice from heaven and i mean different gospels describe yeah, like actually different. not everyone understood the voice some yeah. people just thought it was thunder and mm-hmm. some people heard mm-hmm. the words right. you know but just i mean what an attention drawing moment mm-hmm. so like john's doing this work of be like my dudes get ready. It's like something important's about to happen. The Messiah's about to arrive. Mm -hmm. And then an amazing like magnifying glass spotlight on Jesus in the water. You know, the Father's trying to focus people as well. Mm -hmm. So it's just this amazing moment of like, pay attention, pay attention to Jesus. But the pay attention is in a chapter that's kind of about people being really active to prepare themselves to pay attention. Mm -hmm. So it's sort Mm -hmm, of an mm -hmm. interesting, like, oh, yeah, I wonder if like there's something in that that yeah. has to do with me. So it's yeah. interesting thing to think about there. Uh, but I think that's enough for today because we've. So this is a little, a little long. Um, today. Okay, we've 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 gone on. I think enough. Ah. We'll be a little shorter in the future. Hey, so we'll have less yeah. to talk about. But yeah, we hope that's helpful. You feel oriented, and then enjoy reading. And yeah, we're we'll, we're all here. Yeah, on most Sundays. Well, let's go. Uh, come and chat about yeah what God's showing you and what what is up to. Awesome. Enjoy.